I am so tired of watching people take the small, safe opportunity just because it's already there, already done for them instead of creating the huge opportunity for themselves. Welcome, everybody. This is For the Love of Money, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success by sharing the tools, tips, and stories of those who have already made it. My name is Chris Harder, and each week I will bring you incredible guests in order to prove that when good people make good money, they do great things. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another incredible mini episode of For the Love of Money episodes that I like to call My Two Cents. And today I'm going to be weighing in my two cents on seven things that we should probably avoid, but sometimes don't, if we're being honest with ourselves, when building a business. Now, these are not like seven generic things. These are seven things that we quite honestly fall trapped to. Sometimes we don't even realize that we are falling trapped to these things. And so I'm going to point them out and I'm going to add a little bit of color around them because you being able to avoid these things, even if you know you should avoid them, but for some reason you make the decision not to, is what will make or break your business. So out of the seven things, the first one is this, jerks, like a-holes. Downright, this is the number one thing that you should avoid, but you sometimes don't when building a business. I mean, how many times, if we're really being raw, if we're really being honest with ourselves, have we done with someone that done business with someone that we didn't like because we wanted the money? How many times have you worked with a client that drove you nuts because you wanted the money? How many times have you said yes to a business partnership or some kind of partnership just because you really didn't have the courage or know how to say no, but you knew for a fact from the beginning that that was not someone you aligned with? Why would we do business with or spend any energy on? or partner up with, or go any distance with anyone who doesn't have your best interests in mind and anyone who doesn't align with your morals and your goals. There are more than enough customers, more than enough opportunities, more than enough business partners out there to replace this person with. Literally saying, peace out to crappy people is one of my superpowers because I have a zero tolerance policy around doing business with or partnering up with anybody who is going to not be aligned with the direction that I want to go in the way that I want to show up while I'm going there. And you shouldn't either. So number one, get rid of the a-holes. Number two, things that you should avoid that you sometimes don't Small opportunities. Remember, this is like where we're being honest with ourselves in this podcast episode. So I've done it and I know you're doing it, saying yes to small opportunities, safe opportunities. The opportunities where, well, it's consistent money and I wouldn't want to lose the consistent money in exchange for the possible huge money. The safe route. People spend way too much time collecting what I call safe nickels instead of learning how to print hundreds. People take the path of least resistance Instead of taking the path where people haven't gone yet. And so therefore, you're the only one down that path that gets to collect all the accolades and all the money. And here's the kicker. Here's the crazy part. Both of these scenarios take the same amount of time and energy and even the the same amount of stress, just in different forms. 
So why not go bigger? Why not swing for the bigger opportunity? Why not go for the bigger upside? I am so tired of watching people take the small, safe opportunity just because it's already there, already done for them instead of creating the huge opportunity for themselves. We've done this before. It's easy to fall victim to, but you're never going to reach your dreams. You're never going to have the kind of life you want. You're never going to have wild, massive abundance that changes the world in any way you want to change it if you continue to say yes or continue to sit with or continue to participate in these small opportunities. Number three, ego. I've talked about this a lot. Ego is your greatest overhead. I say it all the time. We know we need to say goodbye to ego, but sometimes we don't. Sometimes it gets the best of us. This used to be a huge thing for me and I had to make it an effort. I had to literally put a practice around not leading with ego, but instead leading with service. How many times have you said yes to something that you really didn't want to do because you felt flattered? How many times have you fought to be right instead of enlightened? How many times have you spoken up when you shouldn't have just because you wanted to be seen? How many times have you not spoken up when you should have because you were afraid of what people would think? How many times have you spent money on something dumb that satisfied the ego and then later didn't have the money to invest in the training, in the course, in the mastermind, in the experience, in the mentor, in the investment that you knew you should have put your money in? I've been there. I've done that. And I know you have too. That's why number three, even though sometimes it's hard to do, is ego. You, we, we need to avoid ego, but sometimes don't when building a business. Number four. Sinking ships. This is a tough one. I want you to picture this. Let's say your income was, I don't know, let's use easy numbers, a hundred grand a year. You're on this ship, you know what direction you're going, and it starts to take on a little bit of water. The signs are there, but you don't want to face them. And now you're making 90 grand a year. But hey, you know what? It's still 90 grand a year. So it's not so bad. And starting over or finding something new sure seems scary, sure seems tough. And well, maybe it'll go back up to 100. It's only 10% away. And then it goes to 80. Well, you know, 80 is only 10 grand less than 90. You're now ignoring the fact that it's 20 grand less than 100. And 80 grand isn't bad. So you're going to stay on that, sh- that sinking ship. And it goes to 70. Well, listen. 70 is only 10 grand less than 80. I've already adjusted my lifestyle. I've already gotten rid of some things. And you're ignoring that it's now 30% away from the 100 you started at. 30%. But because it's happening in small, incremental, little steps downward, you're not noticing it as much. You're not feeling it as much. But trends are everything. Numbers don't lie. And patterns leave clues. Do not stay attached to a business or an idea just because you've put so much time into it, just because it's been your identity up until now. Know when to cut bait. Know when to turn left. Know when to try something new and always go where the momentum is. Number five. Things we should avoid that sometimes we don't. Toxic environments. You've heard my wife, Lori, teach it all the time. Your environment is stronger than your willpower. No matter what good intentions you have, no matter what great habits you put in place, your environment will make or break those. You cannot be stronger than your environment. It's impossible. 
It'll lift you up or it'll pull you down every time. It'll energize you or it will rob you of energy. It will motivate you or it will deflate you. It'll promote your idea or it'll just kick it right down the alley. You cannot succeed in a bad environment. And this includes people. People are a part of your environment. People that do not match your dreams, people that do not match your pace, even if they are doing it from a place of what they think is love, if they are not on board, then they need to be off board. You're any form of a toxic environment, propaganda, media, social media, people, a physical environment, any one of those things will absolutely crush your dreams. Number six, mediocrity. When it comes to the seven things we should avoid that we know we should avoid and sometimes don't, boy, mediocrity is an easy trap. Because mediocrity isn't horrible. It just isn't great. It's medium, right? It's, it's normal. Here's the worst part. Mediocrity is the same as normality. It is the average. It is normal. Do you want to know what the average is in the United States of America today? The average is $54,000 a year household income. The average is over $20,000 in credit card debt. The average is over $28,000 in student loans. The average is living paycheck to paycheck. The average is being overweight. The average is being in a relationship that you don't like. That's the average in America today. Average is mediocrity. It seems obvious, but it sneaks up on you. And it's tough to pull yourself out of. Good is the enemy of great. Mediocre people, mediocre ideas, mediocre goals, and mediocre results. Do not spend a minute with anyone who condones mediocrity. And number seven, the seven things we should avoid that we know we should avoid that we sometimes don't in order to build a great business is this, shiny objects. I call it shiny object syndrome especially for all my ADD friends out there or super positive, optimistic friends like myself out there. It is so easy to be wooed by the shiny objects, the shiny opportunities. Here's the toughest part. You ready for this? It's not that you're being wooed by something that's shiny that really isn't what it appears to be. No, here's when it's tougher, when it really is as good as it appears to be. But here's the catch. There is such a thing as a good idea at a bad time. And there also is such a thing as a great idea, but for the wrong person. Not every good idea, every good investment, every great opportunity is for you. Timing is everything. Resources is everything. Long-term goals are everything. So you have to be married to the long-term vision and assess, does this shiny object add to this long-term vision or detract from this long-term vision? Otherwise, you're going to end up spreading your time, spreading your money, spreading your resources, everything that you've got as an asset way too thin. And it'll actually sabotage the main thing. Be good at keeping the main thing the main thing and asking yourself if this shiny object complements it or takes away from it. Be good at saying no to good ideas. Counterintuitive, right? I know. But it's one of the superpowers you need to learn to develop. 
Become at saying, become good at saying no to good ideas. Because when you can, that's when you're going to take that one thing that is the main thing deep. Then once you've taken it deep, you can reinvest your time, money, and energy into the next thing, into the shiny thing, not simultaneously. Now, sometimes it's equally valuable to know what to say yes to as it is to know what to say no to. And when it comes to your finances, when it comes to your financial goals, when it comes to your relationship, whether you're stressed around finances or not, it probably makes a lot of sense to say yes to the course I put together called The Money Principles, where I literally built five modules that they don't teach you in school, that your parents didn't teach you, not because they didn't love you, but because they don't know these things, because their parents didn't know these things, because times have changed. Module one, why money matters. Module two, how it works. I mean, how it really works. Number three, the mindset, every single mindset piece that we need to break open and remodel for you. Number four, the moves, the moves that I had to learn to make when we went broke and I decided to study all the millionaires and billionaires to find out what they're really doing. And number five, the advanced money magnification. After you get everything from those first four modules in place, how do you inject it with steroids? How do you get to that next level? How do you live a life like no other because you're willing to do the things like most others aren't willing to do? Go check it out at thetruthaboutmoney.com because that's exactly what it is. It is the truth about money, the new truths about money, the way that Lori and I live our life financially, the way that our most successful friends live their, way, their life financially, and everything that somehow avoided you and you were not taught. It's not fair that you're left to struggle. And that's why I actually priced it at a very, very, very entry-level price for a very, very advanced, very comprehensive course because I wanted it to change your life financially. Go check it out, thetruthaboutmoney.com because when you actually go through that course, everything's going to start happening for you. And when it does, you know what happens. When good people make good money, they do great things. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.